Alrighty, hello everybody and welcome back to lap 37. I'm currently joined this week by good old Norman, uh, Levi, and then Dave will be joining us shortly. He's currently stepped out and then of course as always myself, Antonio. Uh, this week we got, what do we got on the schedule this week? We had Talladega. We yeah, got we got Dega. Dega. That's pretty much it. We only we had Dega. Dega. <laughs> That's all happened. That's all we, we got. We had one coming up though, so we talk on that. Um, there was a lot of stuff that happened around the track. Um, there at the old, uh, not so much the Talladega race. There was plenty going on there, but um, the uh, the old altercation in the truck race. We'll get into it later, but yeah, no, for sure. But uh, I guess I'll roll us into the race like I normally do. I should probably have the results up, but as usual, nah. I. I never do, but we'll touch on next week. We're going into the uh, the Roval next week, uh, so big, the, that's a big cutoff race here for the round of 12. That'll take us to the round of eight. Um, I am very happy this week, let's just say, because my boy Ryan Blaney took the big dub this week, so I was pretty freaking stoked about that. Yeah, it from Harvick, never to win a freaking super speedway. Yep, sucks for him. So too bad, so sad. I'm out of the bathtub. We're back in the pool. We filled it with beer. So that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. A little quick stat. Um, with the, with three, he's got three wins at Talladega now, which actually tied like Joey Logano, Davey Allison, David Pearson, and Kale Yarborough. So um, shout out to your guys. Shout out to Joey and uh, uh, Norman's guy, Davey Allison. I don't have a guy in that list, but I thought it was a cool stat um, for the old I got, a, I got another stat to add on to that. All of Blaney's wins at Dega have been photo finishes. And you know what's crazy? I remembered that because I remember all the wins and I was like saying that to my dad after the race finished. I was like, I was like, how come every time Blaney wins these play races, I'm like, it's by like inches. Like he barely gets it every time he got it in 2019. I think that was in the blue car. Then he got it in 2022. I think that was the red car. It might've been yellow still. I can't even remember. And then he got it this year. And uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. Like if you go look all of them, I think the whole margin, it was like, two hundredths of a second or something throughout all three finishes added up. So that's pretty crazy. But um yeah, no, definitely definitely exciting. It was a great move. Um I'm gonna run us through the race, I guess, real quick. So uh qualifying Eric Almarola put her on pole. Uh stage one ended up getting wrapped up by Blaney. I was happy to see that as well. Uh that was pretty sweet. We had a Hendra card domination behind that too. Freaking Byron Larson, Elliot Bowman, which by the way, they did freaking phenomenal the whole race. That's what they I did. Think I know that there was that wreck there at the end, but dude, those guys were all lined up, all four of them. Like, pro, I thought they were gonna win. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't win, to be completely honest with you. But it was crazy. Um, rolling into stage two, we got a uh, good old BK came in with that Brad Keselowski and his Ford. You can definitely see the Fords are tending to dominate at the super speedways. If you look at, you know, if we look at the cars that are actually in competition. Like, you know, there's guys like Brennan Poole and Harrison Bird and J.J. Yaley. Like, those guys aren't, don't really count. Like, those guys are at the bottom, of course. But, um, yeah, no, rolling into the actual fin the finishing order. So, Blaney ended up coming out with a win. I don't know if you watched the backstretch move. That was pretty sweet. He, uh, you know, basically saw a gap. He pushed Harvick out. Oh, it was oh, nasty. Saw the gap, was... moved it in, took her down. Everybody thinks that that kind of stuff's easy. That's a lot more difficult to time it just right without wrecking somebody and still getting the you know the spot that you're looking for. And still and going 200 miles an hour in right. real life, not in yeah. iRacing. So yeah, yeah, it's hard <laughs> enough it. when you do it in iRacing. You feel like you're clipping somebody. I don't know what it feel like in real life, but yeah, it must be a, it must be an insane feeling. But uh, yeah, no, he was on the bottom and then coming out of four. 
I'm not gonna lie. When he didn't jump up, I was very surprised. I thought he was. I thought he lost the race because he didn't jump up. Because that's what happened to him. Was it maybe last year, or the year before? He didn't jump, and that was the lane that ended up winning. Um, you know, me looking at it from an outsider's perspective, I would have jumped up high and blocked high, and then jumped back low. But well, what am I to say that I saw it from the outside in the car at the time? I would have probably not. I probably would have killed myself not getting clear off somebody. So, anyways. Nothing but respect for that move. That was absolutely awesome to watch. Um, a couple big wrecks took out some average people. Did anybody really go out in those wrecks that mattered that much? Everyone matters, Antonio. All right, well, that's... Matters sucks. to someone. I don't know, but honestly, this is probably one of the best Talladega races that I can recall. I don't remember seeing lots of single file trains. Like, they were going three wide in stage one. Like, you know what? I, I will say the stage racing, and I think I've always been a fan of stage racing on plate tracks in the last like year or two. I might be contradicting what I've said in the past, but if I do, if I did say that I didn't like it, I think I've changed my mind because I, I was I was listening to Junior talk about it, and I was like, you know, that makes complete sense. Like the stages give you something to fight for at the end of the stage. No, not at the point where you got to go wreck each other, but it does give you something to go for. And I really think that it has changed the plate tracks. Like if this was. 2009 with these cars in the format we had those cars would have rode single file for 190 laps and we would have finally saw a move like it was i don't know it was i thought it was a lot better um i don't think the car's still perfect yet you know a lot of you can see that guys still can't draft that well together like we saw the top lane form a few times but that that only really formed while the fuel saving was going on. Like you had guys running, you know, 80% throttle and that's why the third lane could do anything. But once they started pushing in that middle lane again, it was just like, all right, well, there goes the third lane. Like you saw it fall apart a few times. So I, I don't, I still don't think it's perfect. Um, that package by all means, but it did give us a good race. I, I don't really have any complaints in that regard. I don't know what you guys watch, but I thought it was, I thought it was great. Yeah, we didn't have a, uh, I guess a green white checkered because they didn't wreck until they got to the start finish line. So I was very pumped about that. That's a good point. A lot of the races recently have ended green white checkered, and that I don't know. Honestly, the green white checkers kind of killed the kind of killed the the super speedway races for me. Now, don't get me wrong. Like when you have one of those big wrecks, and you know if they called a caution every time on two to go and the race ended it would it would suck like two don't get me wrong i don't know if there's a good solution for that but i will say it was nice to not have one of those for um the first time in a while i think on a super speedway if you're gonna do a green white checkered you got you gotta have more than two laps like you gotta go three to four to five laps because by the time they get back up and going they're already taking the white flag now they're back to racing I've always thought personally that they should only allow one green white checkered. I just think in my mind it makes more sense. Like, you know, you have a you have, you have a race, you're going on, you know, they wreck coming to like three to go. Well, under a normal circumstance back in, you know, the nineties, the race would end under caution. But now we have green white checkered. So it's like, okay, green white checkered, rack them up. If they go and they wreck again, man, that's it. Like y'all try it. Like I gave we gave you a second chance, that's it. Too bad. Like y'all messed it up. You know what I mean? I just I just can't see the point in in doing it four times. Like there's some races, man, where we did it like four or five. There's been Daytona five hundreds where we've sat there for four hours 
And then we sat there another hour because they did it five more freaking times through green-white checkers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we've done, like, 30 laps in green-white checkers after the race is finished. And there was times we sat there for, like, at Daytona for, like, four hours. But that was because uh, Juan Pablo hit the field truck. I don't know if y'all remember that. Oh, and yeah. That was in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, in the way long. But, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I think they can do that. I think they can change um, some of those rules per track, I think, to, you know, help out. I mean, NASCAR is all about, you know, the wanting more people and this and that. I think they got to make some changes to uh, help that stuff out. Like you said, it gets kind of monotonous after a while. Yeah, it's uh, it definitely it definitely gets annoying. I was I was trying to find a stat of the race with the most green white checkers, but I, I can't seem to find one. So, a Daytona 500. I don't, I don't know. It was this year or last year that freaking wouldn't end because of green white checkers. Well, there's a lot of Xfinity races and stuff too that are just completely pain. Like there's Xfinity and truck races that they're just you know would sit there forever doing green white checkers. So. That was that was definitely definitely not not the greatest time. See, I think that's about it for uh, the old Talladega race. Uh, what's the points look like on that uh, on that points points race? Right? Well, you can't call it a points race. It's a points championship because we already had a race. Yeah. So Willie B is now locked in. Ryan Blaney is locked in. Uh, I shouldn't say now locked in. Willie B was locked in from Texas. Uh, Blaney's now locked in from uh, his win here, a good old Talladega. So we got good old Denny Hamlin plus fifty, plus fifty, Christopher Bell's plus twenty-two, Bushers plus nineteen, Truex plus seventeen, Larson's plus fifteen. Uh, on the cusp of getting demoted, we got BK who's two points up, and then our four that are currently sitting out is Tyler Reddick, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch pretty much needs a miracle. Uh, Ross Chastain would basically, yeah, Ross and Bubba, you know, I guess with the stages, you could pull something out like they're 10 down and nine down. So like, you know, even Bush could technically point in like if you, if you won two stages, like, you know, he's six points out now. Like it's, you know, it's not that crazy. anymore. It's not so impossible. Yeah, it's not, it's not impossible, but with the season he's been having, I don't think he's going to do it. Ross well, Chastain. <laughs> he's got all, all track stuff going on too. So. Chastain's pretty good on the road course, so we're gonna have to see what the hell he can do. Bubba probably needs a solid result and something else to happen to someone. Tyler Reddick, I think, I think he's great. Mm -hmm. I think he'll do better than Brad on the road courses. Um, and then I'd have a hard time believing anyone else without an issue would have any problems going through. Like Denny's basically Denny is through after one stage, if you know. He's probably locked in. And then, you know, Christopher Bell's fine. I think Busher's fine. I think Truex Jr.'s fine. I think Larson's fine. I think it's pretty much going to just be between Brad Keselowski and Reddick. But, yeah, my prediction for the four to be out is pretty much the four that are out right now, aside from subbing Reddick out for uh, for Brad Keselowski. Which is kind of what we said. I kind of feel good about our kind of what we were saying. Yeah. My boy Martin Truex, I'm hoping he can step it up a little bit. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah, a little bit of, uh, I haven't done much research on it. did see Kyle Busch. I don't know if it's just rumors or what, but he did sell his truck team. Is that correct? Um, I think. And then. Oh, um, yeah. KBM sold to Spire. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Spire's been and, picking and, up a lot of shit recently with money. They've been spending like a, no other. 
Well, and you get this too. Uh, the next thing I'm going to say, you know, you always get this when somebody sells off something, but there's rumors flying around Kyle Bush maybe having some issues financially. I don't see that happening. Dude's been making money for a long time, but I saw a video today of his kid in a is in a in a micro. So I mean, obviously he's doing. So I'm good. saying I think he's doing all right. I think it's all rumor, but we will keep our ears out for that and and say something if it comes up. But uh, another thing we should probably touch on about the race is uh, I forgot Kevin Harvick ended up getting disqualified. I don't know if you guys saw about that, oh, but he, yeah. he got he got he got DQ'd due to windshield fasteners not being all tight. I believe I think there's yes, some, there might have been exactly something missing. I don't know if they were all tight. No, no, or no. Yeah, yeah, it was loosened up. Uh, hired something about how they put. I guess they were having problems with it apparently because when they ask his guy, his guy says that, oh yeah, no, uh, we put silicone on them. We tried everything to keep them fastened up, which you wouldn't say that unless you're already thinking you have an issue. Or you're just trying to cover your butt. Yeah. But either way, he said they rattled loose or, you know, the pressure from the draft and everything else. I'm not sure. That would yes. have really sucked if he would have won his only super speedway race and then got disqualified. Oh, he's well, so second though, right? This this is a bit political, but if he won, do you think they would have made that call? I feel like they wouldn't have. I think They'd they would have been. Like, ah, fastener, yeah. fastener. If they're gonna make so? it, if, I think if you're not going to make the call, you don't make it when he finishes second either. You're just like, okay, it's his final year. Let him go. Well, I agree, you know? but we've just seen NASCAR inconsistencies. I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, well, he won I, yeah. the race, so we'll just well, just let this one slide. He's, he won't be here in three weeks anyways. I think they might have <laughs> fined him or something maybe Before and not him. disqualification. Yeah, I could see that. It would probably would have changed the outcome, so to speak. But um, I think it was more of a safety deal is why they went so hardcore on it. I mean, if that windshield comes out, like that's a big piece flying backwards to the oh, back. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, or I if don't it disagree. Back on him. Like, what can he do? Honestly, if it imploded for some reason, which I don't think that's what would have happened. But if it would have, like, what is he supposed to do as a driver? Like, he could get hurt himself. He's going to take out everybody else. But anyways, yeah, I think that's. I don't. I don't disagree. It's a big deal. Um, another couple things I'm going to touch on actually really quick too. Uh, these are mostly schedule things. Iowa Speedway is back on the schedule next year. I thought that was awesome. That track was going to die, and yeah. it was not going to be returning. And I'm very happy that they're going back there. That is a great track. And I, I don't died. think Cup ever used to go there. I thought it was always Xfinity's and Trucks that used to go there, too. I don't think Cup ever actually went there. So that'll be awesome. I'm happy to see that. It would have um, died and hoped that Dale Jr. found it one day. And we yes. heated it down and got it back Indy to the car is the only reason that track is still around. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, they kept it alive till NASCAR gets there, baby, and they bring the numbers. Well. Yeah, well, hopefully. But uh, anyways, <laughs> hopefully. the other, <laughs> the uh, last schedule thing I should talk about is uh, they did, con I don't remember if we said this last episode, I don't think we did, because I think it happened in between, but uh, I will say Bristol Dirt is not happening next year. We do have two asphalt dates confirmed for next year at Bristol, so I am very happy about that. I'm Thank extremely you. happy about that. Get rid of that shit nobody wants that gimmicky stuff well, i'm sorry I've, why I've, did we cover it with dirt go to a dirt track <laughs> exactly that's what i was gonna say there is plenty of pristine dirt tracks that could hold nascar down with There's no problem so we go to eldora already with the trucks why don't we just go there and cup <laughs> i know it's ridiculous give or those go, dirt tracks some love man go find a big dirt track that's like a complete friday night like tracks like friday night lights type track like go find that and go race there because they probably deserve it or you're Bristol, gonna go or you're Bristol gonna go build dirt. 
Yeah, you're going to build a Coliseum every year for the first yeah, season. Um, build a dirt track somewhere. Like, literally you know, build Coliseum. your own NASCAR dirt track somewhere if you want to. Like, Speaking of the hard. freaking Coliseum, that thing's back, too. So, unfortunately, That's we're so not. That's so annoying, dude. I know. It kind of, it was cool at first. Like, I was like, you know, it ain't too bad. But then, like, it was like, damn, it kind of raises like shit. So, maybe it, maybe it's. Not I'm everybody can of, go there. I'm it's, part of the few people who didn't buy it on NASCAR. That's all I'm going to say. Or on NASCAR, on iRacing. So that's all I can say. I don't support it. It was a cool idea. But, dude, whoever logistically was like, yeah, let's go build a track in the Coliseum. Then we're going to fly everyone to Vegas from the East Coast. Or, uh, sorry, to L.A. From the, from, the, um, from the East Coast. And then let's go right back to the other side of the coast into Florida. And let's go race at Daytona. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, none at all. None yeah. at all. No, I didn't. I didn't think Agreed. I was a fan of that. But anyways, that's all I got for NASCAR. We're still waiting for the schedule for next season. So when that comes out, we'll touch on that. Yeah, the other thing I want to go over that happened in NASCAR. So I'm glad you brought up that Harvick thing because I did forget about that and we can't can't go without that. But um, yeah, there was a little altercation post race uh after the old uh, Craftsman Truck Series um. Mr. Matt Crafton himself, been there forever, uh, apparently got into a little altercation on track with a uh, Mr. Sanchez, um, I guess. So there's two stories here. The first story was that, uh, you know, they, they came out first because he got interviewed first. Um, of course, if you haven't seen the video, go out, look at the video. Um, it's an after the fight kind of video. I think somebody pulled their phone out and was like, oh, man, I need to record this. And the fight was already over because in real life, they're not like they are in the movies. They don't last that long. And especially at tracks, uh, race tracks, there's usually a lot of people around. Either other people get into it, and then the guys that are originally fighting have to split them up, which I've seen before on dirt tracks, uh, or it all just gets kind of split up and you go about your ways. But the video stars, Mr. Sanchez is yelling out stuff like, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to effing kill you, and I'm going to kill you at Homestead. You don't know who you messed with. You can hear Crafton kind of going back at him. Um, there's another driver that just grabbed him up out of the out of the, you know he's pulling him apart and all this other stuff telling him you know hey it's all right just going 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 he's bleeding pretty bad long story short uh sanchez comes out says that he got sucker punched got a tap on the shoulder he turns around crafting standing there and just starts punching him he didn't know it was coming all this other stuff um which was the first story i heard and I, you know i, I kind of jumped the gun i was pretty upset about it. i don't like sucker punches if you're gonna fight somebody you got something to say let them let them know that what you're saying and then you can right. go at them um you can't just go and just start waylaying somebody in my mind. That's, that's not how I do things. So, um, when I heard this, I was very upset and I'm like, man, Crafton's been around the league a long time. Like dudes pretty much I, in my mind, he's kind of like, you know, the guy, you know, he's been there forever in the trucks and kind of, that's what he stayed to. And he's done really well over the years. Not so much this year. Didn't even make playoffs or any of that stuff, which I think kind of probably brought this on. He's a little frustrated. <laughs> But uh, Sanchez is, is in the points, but he hadn't won, uh, won in the playoffs, but I think he's setting in like fourth or something, so he's doing pretty good for himself. Um, but yeah, so Sanchez came out and said he got sucker punched. Next day, Kraft, I don't know if he said on it or maybe I just missed it that night, but he put out some comments via X, Twitter, whatever we're calling the thing. Are we calling it X now? We're calling it X. I don't know. Sure. Right. <laughs> Commented on X. Um, and I'll go over that for a little bit. He said, first, let's address the sucker punch in air quotes. Um, before the camera started rolling, I approached Nick and said, Hey, uh, when he turned around, I said, what the, you know, explicit, um, language to which he looked right at me and threatened me. Um, he said, that's when it all went to hell. I had his attentions. Words were exchanged. 
all before anything physical took place. So I did not, in quote, sucker punch the guy. There may not be video, but there were plenty of eyewitnesses. Yeah, he also maintained that uh, Sanchez, who sucker punched him, uh, he said, hey, Sanchez sucker punched me at 200 miles an hour. He thought he was at fault for the wreck uh, during the race there. Yeah. Um, at Talladega. Uh, and then, uh, anyways, um, he said it was. Uh, he was told over the radio multiple times during the race that he was pushing people way too hard, was going to cause a wreck and get someone hurt. Um, he also ended it with, there's a consistent pattern of certain drivers having a lack of respect on the track, and it was time for someone to say something, which I think is the, is the noise that always gets spread in NASCAR when something like this goes down. Um, I maintain that it's always a guy that's always kind of pushing the buttons and starts getting frustrated. Yep. Uh, my first take on it is that uh, I need to look at the, the I, so I did not watch the truck race, but uh, I did watch the replay of it. I need to look at it a little closer, but it sure does look like Sanchez turned Crafton into the bottom lane. And that's what he's saying. Yeah, he was saying that he was getting a too physical. Um, but I mean, come on, man. This I think there's cars uh, next to each other. Things happen. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want anyone to beat the shit out of anyone, you know. But um, I'm interested to see. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. So, even if you're my buddy, like let's say Levi, you and I are racing, and you turn me into the wall, and yeah, I feel like it's intentional, and I tap you on the shoulder, and I'm like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm mad." And you threaten me, that might, I can see how I could react violently, even if you're my friend. Like, like if you look at me straight in the eyes and I'm like, and you're like, like you talk to me like that again, I'm going to fucking kill you. I would hit you right in the nose. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no. like, you know what I mean? Doesn't matter who you are. So I, I, it, Matt Crafton's 47 and Nick Sanchez is 22. That's another, like, I, I don't really like that. It's like like my dad hitting me in the face. You know what I mean? Hey, at the same time, the way I look at it is two grown adults. Yeah. He's you 22 talk years to me? old. You want to talk to me like a man? I'll treat you like a man. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's right. I feel that. So, I mean, I'm not against it. I'm interested to know what Nick Sanchez said directly because I think that matters. I think it really does. Um. Has there any been? Has anyone else came out and said like, "Oh yeah, like"? Not Nick that I've some... seen, but I haven't went looking. Does that make sense? I, I'm, right. I'm following some stuff, but I haven't seen anything direct back to these comments that Sanchez or um, Crafton's made. I'm fine with I think the fines. This was all done in the garage area, and if I'm not mistaken, there's a lot of security cams there. So I'm pretty sure NASCAR has footage of what went down and knows if it's a sucker punch or not a sucker punch. And how they ruled, I don't think it was a sucker punch. Yeah, I'll get over the rulings. Hey, Antonio, do you have something to touch on before we get on the rulings? I, I, the only thing I was going to say is the definition of a sucker punch is you hit somebody and they don't see it coming. If, somebody, if he didn't see it coming, he got hit in the face. You say his nose was bleeding. His face, his head, face, frontal <laughs> area was bleeding, it, bro. <laughs> like, he, he, was, he, he was leaking out of the frontal area of his head. <laughs> no, it was mostly on his left side, which tells me Kraft is a righty, and he was going <laughs> off. He's got a mean hook. If you so, see that coming, bob and weave, man. 
I think it was more of a cheap shot than it was a uh, yeah. sucker punch. But yeah, yeah, no ear hole. That's what I always think of a sucker punch. You come in from the side, outside of peripherals, and just clocks. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, I'm all for fighting. I think it's cool, and I think it's deserved. Like, but I don't think the age has anything to do with it. I don't think. Um, I mean, you know what? They're both grown adults. They're professionals in their careers, and someone screwed up the other guys, so now they're complaining and fighting and whatever. Like we've seen this in the past. Um, I hope NASCAR doesn't suspend anybody because I think that's I think that's garbage. Like we've we've fought for years and never suspended anybody. Like that's just stupid. We already we already find them and do all kinds of dumb stuff when you admit to intentionally doing something to somebody. So let's not continue down that path and add fighting to the list. Uh, otherwise, we're really going to go soft. Yeah. Well, crazy you should say that because they have laid out their uh, fines and suspensions. Uh, apparently, Mr. Sanchez's father, uh, Mr. Mr. Sanchez, uh, got suspended. I don't know what that means. Uh, next two races. I don't know if that he just probably just can't be on the facilities at all. I guess he had something to do with it. I'm sure he got in the way of his 22-year-old son and a 47-year-old man. and was like, hey, you want to do something to somebody my, your own age, bud? Come here. And probably, you know, grabbed him by the ear or something. I don't know. Uh, but Crafton got fined twenty five thousand, and um, Mr. Sanchez got uh, five thousand. Which at first knee jerk reaction was, "Hold on a minute, why did Sanchez get anything? Because he got the worst of it." And then my thought kind of went around in my own head, like, "Oh, so if you lose the fight, you don't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know how to fight, you're never getting fined. You get as many fights you want." But uh, no. So I guess the five thousand was for his comments. He did threaten his you know, harm in, 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 in a NASCAR, not the, I'm gonna kill you kind of thing. Like that was just, he's yeah. popping off, but he said, I'm going to kill you at, at, uh, at, uh, Homestead and, and you can't be threatening people. I understand that, right? We can't have, you have to be more tricky with it, right? The whole, well, if he, you know, writes checks, I'm, I'm going to be the bank, you know, kind of thing. I'm cashing those checks that he'd be, his mouth be right. And you don't ever say, I'm going to kill you at Homestead. Like you can't say that. Yeah. And yet he's come out and apologized, of course, after 5,000 lighter in the old checkbook. But uh, yeah, so Crafton got 25,000. So like Norman said, if NASCAR's got the film, maybe it was more of a sucker punch than we know, or maybe he was instigating a little more than he's putting on because there's a big $20,000 gap there. And I know trucks get paid really well, but they don't get paid like the big guys do in Cup. I know that. So I think these fines are probably dialed down as what they would have been in NASCAR or Cup Series if this happened. And I just, do, do you all think that that was justified, those steep fines? The suspension from the dad, that's an outside deal. We've seen that with Logano and his father when he was a little bit younger. He got suspended from a few races. Um, do you all think that that was you know, if there should have been fines at all or that the fines were too steep or. I think it's a fine ruling. I'm going to go counteractive to you, Levi. I think the evidence showed that Crafton didn't sucker punch him, but he was the one that got violent first. That's why they find him so much. And like you said, Sanchez lost the fight. So they're like, ah, just take 5,000, dude. You get your ass kicked. Like, <laughs> Just give yeah, us 5,000 right. and we'll go on about it. <laughs> We're sorry. That's how I feel it went down. Um, and back to the, I don't think Matt Crafton's addressing should have been done because that was a racing incident, in my opinion. Crafton kind of moved up to try to follow the line ahead of him. 
Sanchez tried to fill the bottom, then Crafton tried to get back down and not let him fill the bottom, and he was there already with three laps to go at Talladega. What do you expect? No one's going to lift. Yeah, I think Sanchez has kind of had a history of wrecking people too, supposedly. I, I don't know enough. I don't watch trucks religiously, so I don't I don't know any of these guys, but I do know Crafton's been there forever and he don't put up with shit. So I yeah. uh Yeah. I do I do think that Sanchez might have been being a shithead. In this instance, maybe not. I don't know. I did again, I, I looked at it one time too. It kinda looked like nothing that out of the ordinary, but and I, it's hard and I to say. And I know NASCAR doesn't like fighting, so to speak, but they've never really, I mean, hell, they've actually came out back in the day. It's been a while, a long while, um, and said, you know, we're going to let boys be boys in quotes, you know, kind of get a let them, let them do a little mouth them back and forth because they started policing it really, really close. And the fans came out and was like, hey, we kind of like that. We kind of like to see the people. That's kind of how you know what kind of driver you want to follow, right? It shows that their, their personalities come out not just on the track, but after and around and that kind of stuff. And that's what we like. Um, 100%. But, but since, and I got to ask you all this. So since NASCAR did give out these fines, are they trying to say it, trying to say that they don't want to see these conflicts off track? Cause this wasn't really any different than, I mean, besides one guy, not don't want to punch back. Like it's a one way beaten. We, we've seen fights. I mean, hell there's one that Jeff Gordon was at the bottom of the pile uh over the years you know the good old um, boyer and gordon fight <laughs> anyways so so is that you know i'm asking y'all is that they're trying to say that they don't want to see that anymore um i forgot to mention this crafton also stopped in sanchez's pit stall got out of his car and started talking shit to the team and why he walked to the garage that yeah, also could that. have to do with his fine too there I've seen that before, though, um, unless he just slammed it in the wall or aimed it at another guy. I don't think that's I mean, we've seen where they parked their car. Kind of one of those. You got to move my damn car to get your shit yeah. done and go home. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, but, but I it does I add it, to the drama. Yeah, it added to that is might also be why he got a steeper fine there, too. It might have been fifteen thousand dollars for kicking his ass. You know, yeah, we got to put a number on that. <laughs> But yeah, back back to that question, um, Antonio. I think you you were going to touch on it, but um, you know, uh, are they saying don't let boys be boys anymore? We want to keep it a little calmer off track. I I hope not, because I know in the past NASCAR's been like, hell yeah, they're like, oh, an altercation, oh, give me the sunglasses and long stick, because I can't see shit, <laughs> and they let it happen. <laughs> like you just see, like like Boyer and Gordon under the pile. They didn't do anything. Gordon got got creamed sitting under a pile of dudes, and NASCAR's like, "No, nope, we're leaving. See you guys. See you guys next week." <laughs> yeah, because at so, the time, Gordon was—I mean, he's still a you know, godfather, one of the godfathers of you know NASCAR. You got to say it. He, he at the time he was still you know he was still racing, but he was still that bad. He cuts up. He's got a gashed eye. He's got his lip all yeah. swollen. He's trying to do a post race interview. Gordon's you under the pot. Help! Help! <laughs> NASCAR. The guys, the officials in the elevator, like y'all hear some. <laughs> So yeah, I remember one time I can't remember who it was, but uh, I found out that uh, Harvick was a uh, hockey player. He put somebody up on the hood of a car one time. It was somebody else's car and somebody else's stall. They just happened to meet each other after the race, and he got to mouthing on him, and he just threw him up on the hood of a car, like by his collar, and just starts mouthing at him like inches from his face. But anyways, that was a that was one of those I remember, and nothing was done. You know, I mean, that was physical altercation. It was on camera. People saw it. I think I it's know. fine. 
I remember post-race interviews when the guy would come up to interview like second or third place and they stick the mic in their face and this guy just come out of nowhere and just like tackle them. And <laughs> yeah, then it was like, all of... <laughs> it was like, oh, crap, it... we got a fight now. And it's like, do you have to like, when you're looking at your crew and stuff, you've got that one guy, usually a gas can carrier, like a gas man. That's like, all right, man, if anything goes down, you're the guy. You jump in and you start grabbing people because you're like six eight, like 295 pounds, like just pure muscle. Everybody's got one of those guys. It's usually a tire carrier. I don't think a jack, maybe a jack man. But most of the time it's the gas guy. And he gets in there and just starts throwing bodies like they did something wrong in the club. You're going. Yeah. Now you're going. Now you're going. The great thing is when those two guys get involved with it too, and they're having to, they're having to wrestle each other. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. I think um I think a big part of it too is it's it's what makes our sport different. Like it's a it's a marketing thing. Like you don't see. Dude, could you imagine if someone got out in F one and started wailing on the other dude? For every punch, it would be a five second penalty in the next race. Like like you know what I mean? Like you'd be suspended, thrown out, like. And you know that's just that's just how F one runs their league. I'm not dissing them. It's it's a different no, standard, but I think we're different. I, we don't want to be like that. Well, I'm telling you right now, Roman I think racers was, versus rednecks. I'm pretty sure it was two years ago, maybe three. But Max got into it. You know, somebody he thought wrecked him, and it's after the race, I think, because I think they were going to do the uh, might have been Ocon. I think it might have been Ocon. But anyways, he, uh, they were going to do the post uh, race weight. You know how they have to have their helmet in their hand and they get their little ticket after the race, uh, making sure they didn't go underweight. And Max goes over there and like pops him in the chest. You could tell nobody knew what to do. Like everybody was like, "What's going on?" You know, do we intervene? Do we watch? Get the camera? Yeah, <laughs> get the camera. I don't know what to do. Like somebody's getting rowdy with somebody. You know, I mean, so what would a... happen in Formula One if you got punched and bled like Sanchez did and didn't make weight? Oh, I don't know. Because I'm sure he probably lost some, <laughs> lost some old That's duty in the old, uh, in the in the race suit too. Because I'm pretty Get sure the water crap scared the crap out of him. <laughs> Start chugging. Yeah, man, they're Anyways. serious about weights and stuff, man. I um, and when I was racing and karting, man, you, it, I went to go have a sip of water. But I was like, he's like, hey, hey, put that shit down. I'm like, oh shit, I'm just, I'm just thirsty, dog. Fuck. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like shit, I look fat as shit, dude. Like, I'm not underweight. Like, don't <laughs> <Yeah. worry. laughs> like don't worry, dude. <laughs> I'm like I'm like a buck eighty five. These kids are like a buck thirty seven, bro. I ain't even worried. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah that, no. that's uh talking about F one. We'll go into that, but I did want to touch. Um, by the time um uh, we record or or uh, release this, um, you'll already miss out on your second chance to win good money at iRacing with our friends over at Team Goon Squad. They've got a little deal called the Team Goon Squad Super Speedway Shootout. It's held on Wednesdays. Not every Wednesday. If you uh do you like money? Do you like racing? I know yes. I do. I mean, does I mean who doesn't? I mean, if you're listening yes, to this, you probably yes. do. Um, the money not so much. I mean, heck, maybe you're just better than me. And that's cool. But I like money. Um, do I have 15 bucks? A lot of you do if you're on iRacing. I know you spend at least that much. Uh spend another 15. Go to teamgoonsquad.com. Uh, it's right there on the homepage. I went and checked it out for myself, front and center. $15 to get in. You got a chance to win way more. They pay out top five. Last time, I think they had about 18 to 20 guys. We're hoping to get up to, you know, 30-plus, whatever. I, I, it, I think we would love, they would love for to be able to, hey, let's break this into two nights, or maybe we can uh, have to cut some people off. You got to qualify to get in kind of thing. We'll worry about that when we get there. 
It's a lot of fun. Make sure and tell them you're here to hear on our podcast, Lab Zero. And uh, it helps us out. It gives us a shot. Um, they've got a chance to win monies. You got a chance to win monies. Go check it out. TeamGoonSquad.com. Good friends of ours. Good friends of the podcast. And uh, anyways, yeah. I think uh, our boy Antonio won last time. Uh, like I said, by the Ooh. time we release this, there'll be another winner. I think uh, Norman may be getting in there. Dave may be signing up. I may no. be at the question. Oh, I'm signing up, but I ain't going to win, dude. I'm terrible. <laughs> hey, he's learning, and that's the deal. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to know what you're doing. It's the trucks. There are. I'll tell you right now, I suck at racing. Okay, Everybody here can tell you. No. The trucks are easy to drive. You can learn a lot. Dave, I don't, Dave, have you ever driven the truck before that night? Yes. Okay, so he had driven the truck, but not enough to know the no, ins I didn't know and outs I was doing. of drafting and all that stuff. So Norman's over there with Caboose, our boy Caboose, shout out. He's making the moves. Antonio's making moves. I'm trying to keep up with them. I'm trying to keep Dave behind me like, okay, this is why we're doing this. This is why we're doing that. Anyways, it's a lot of fun. If Did you, you fix our that, pit box thing? No, you need to fix your pit box thing. How do I do Dave, that? these are tires. We don't take four. We take two. I got to go fix everybody's pit box after this, I found out. Because uh, the race is, uh, as we're recording this shortly after. But anyway, yeah, go to teamgoonsquad.com and uh, check it out. It's fun. It's fun. You'll see us out there, Lab Zero Trucks. Um, yeah, come on, have fun, fun with us. Anyways, going into the F1 stuff, the old Qatar Grand Prix is coming up this weekend. Unfortunately, and I say that for me, um, sprint style format this weekend again. I don't. I'm not a big fan of this. I think we got this one and another one left for the season. Um, just a quick breakdown of what that looks like. Friday, you're going to practice, and that's your only practice. That's the part I don't like about it. They need to change, and I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I think they've got to give them more practice. Um, and then you've got qualifying on Friday after the practice. Saturday turns into sprint day. And that's qualifying for the Grand Prix that's going to happen two days from now. Okay, that's Friday. Sunday's Grand Prix qualifying happens on Friday. Then Saturday, you do a sprint shootout, which is a quick qualifying session. Sprint race afterwards for points. And then Sunday, you do another full Grand Prix for points. I don't really like it, and it's confusing to me still, and we've done a few of them now. But anyways, um, really the couple of highlights that's going on uh, the biggest one I can think of is Max can clinch the championship in the sprint. In the sprint. With six races to go, this guy can clinch the championship in the sprint. If he finishes sixth or higher, which is a very, very... Wow. Yeah, uh, it's a very <laughs> crazy, crazy stat. Uh, if he gets sixth or higher, or if Perez fails to finish in the top three, both of those are highly likely to happen. Real high like, like, like it's That's probably going to happen, so... For sure this weekend, most likely, if everything goes like it's been going, Red Bull clinched the championship last weekend for the manufacturers. Max is going to clinch the championship. And the rest of these, I guess, are just fun races. We can do whatever we want. Damn. See, I mean, I don't know how to avoid it because I don't want to, like, sterilize Formula One, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'm not really sure I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah I know. It's What it's, are we doing just, now? Yeah, I mean, so what I was saying before was that he can clinch during the sprint, so it's before the Grand Prix, so that means he will clinch with six Grand Prix to go on Saturday. Gosh, that's nuts. But the one more thing is going on. 
my boy Danny Rick was supposed to come back for this race, and they are pushing him further back one more race, so he won't come back to the U.S. Grand Prix. I don't see him missing that because he's kind of a big deal in that deal because he loves America so much, and he always makes such a big deal about coming to America. Uh, he's a, he's American even though he's got that Australian accent. Yeah. Australians are just like what I call them British Texans. Yeah, yeah, true story, true story. And he loves some some America, but uh, so he won't be coming back till then. I, I don't know if that has to do with Liam Lawson or you know doing so well, and or if it's him just not ready. I don't think they should push it for any reason. I don't think Alfatari is out there trying to prove anything this this season. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, that's that's pretty much everything I go. I think we're gonna go ahead and slide into in it, win it, and bend it. Um, who's up, Antonio? So I always know who's next, judging by who picked Perez. So that leaves. <laughs> Levi, it goes Levi's first, Norman, then me, then Dave. Nice, nice, so, nice. So I will get Levi, it you're up, B. Started. Um, are you ready to take this down? Because this is going to be the pick. This is going to be the three. The, Dude, the I'm ready. trifecta. Perez to win it. In it, signs. Bennett. Ocon. Some solid Lock picks. Lock it in, boys. All right, Norman. These are the. This is the big moment. You could surpass both of us with some good picks. So pick some. I've got to go with my boy. He's been there. I didn't pick him last week. I got to stay on the Norris train. Um. So he's my my win pick. In it, I'm just gonna go f- with something. I'm gonna go with Lewis Hamilton. Pretty sure I can get a point there. Um, the Bennett, I'm going to go with Sergeant. That is a solid pick, sir. I'm, I'm, str- I'm trying to get points, guys. Unfortunately, points. that's a solid pick. <laughs> you just got to get points at this point. I'm just trying to grind the year out and just keep getting them. I'm going to Qatar. Qatar. Who does well at Qatar? I'm going to pick Hamilton to win it. I'm going to pick. Signs to be in it. And oh, yeah. who do I want to bin it? You know, I've been saying Snowed all season, and he's not been letting me down, bro. It's got to happen sometime. So you know what? I'm going to pick him now. He just came off his high. He was doing great. He got signed. He didn't, you know, he finished like 12th or 11th or something. 12th last week. And you know what? He's due to wreck. So that's my pick. What is it? Insanity? You keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result every time. That's it. <laughs> Dave, you're up. Well, you guys took all the good ones, so as, as um, usual, uh, I'll <laughs> go for a reach. Let's. Well, it's, I guess it's not a huge reach. I'll go Norris to win. Oh, I'll go. I have Piast- Norris to win. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah, trick Piastri. Uh, <laughs> mm. I, we I have would, Russell. I, normally, I'd say Charles Leclerc, but the dude hasn't got me no points. Wait, did you have Norris to win? I thought you had Hamilton to win. No, I have Hamilton in it. Uh, my bad. Go ahead, Dave. Sorry. All right. Well, then Piastri to win, just because. Still a good pick, man. I we're, think just, we're just hating on Ferrari this week. <laughs> well, wait, no, one's, no one has signs to win. No. Oh, I thought you said that. Okay, I'll take I said signs. In. I'll take signs to win. Ooh, you already know Piastri's going to win now, and he's going to be yeah, choked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll take signs signs to win Piastri in, and 
Let's have Valtteri Botas to bin it. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. It's no. Bad. It's not. <laughs> Poor guy. Failure. It'll be mechanical failure. Bin it, baby. Anyways, that's our picks. Um, if you don't know what that is, then go back and listen to another one. Yeah. Oh, get on our Discord and ask us what that's all about. And I will come on personally and explain it to you. And we're in a three-way tie for first right now. So, yeah. yeah. So Being that Antonio's puts me in been, second. I'm, that means I'm in second place. Hey! <laughs> me and Antonio's been like choking off the lead all season to let Norman back in it. Like we've been shitting the bed, <laughs> literally. <laughs> or have but, I just uh, been on a hot streak? Nah, we've been shitting the bed. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we're going to touch into a uh, little uh, news for F1. Big, big stuff, if you ask me. It's a small step uh, for man, a giant leap for F1. I don't know, something like that. But, uh, you try. A- yeah, Andretti. Andretti uh, Autosport. Is that what it's called, Norman? Andretia and. Oh, sorry. Andretia. <laughs> Andretti Formula One team. Okay. That's their official, I think, is their official banner for Formula One. Nice. So, what's the news on them? Uh, they have their FIA approval meaning that they passed all standards the FIA has for a team trying to bid into the Formula One. Oh, and I'm going to add to that real quick. And they paid the 300000 to get tested for that bid. Yeah. You know, um, money. Which it's from the, the readings and the research I did, they, it's pretty tough just to get past that point. There's three other teams that didn't even make it through there. Our GM uh, being on their side was a big deal. Yeah, with the Cadillac, I think it is. I think it's a a huge deal. Uh, a lot of people are kind of saying that Andretti's not going to do anything because they can't even hold an IndyCar team really that together that well. And I said, yeah, but you also got to look. They've got huge backing from GM, and this is a GM standard too. So it's not just Andretti that you're looking at. But it doesn't mean squat diddly still. I think a lot of people need to pump the brakes. I think people are getting excited. Just because you get your FIA approved, approved, you are not F1 approved yet. So now they have to go into another seating and get approved by the F1. And that takes a lot more. That sporting technical financial capabilities have to be looked at. So Money. Can you, yeah. So can you financially afford this? Can you... Do it. Can you even do you even know the technology? Is your technology even there? Um, and then you're sporting. Are are you a are you a NASCAR team or are you a, a gentleman team type thing? How do you conduct your business? Uh, and then you have to show plans on your sustainability and positive um, societal impact. That one kind of threw me off. Yeah, I don't know what that... Who cares? I mean, whatever. <laughs> I, is that just because you're not a bad dude? Is that what it's trying to say? They want to make sure they're not bad people? I Well, I don't think... I mean, they let rich good, energy in. Uh, the You should... They let whatever the tobacco company stills in there. Uh, I know. Let's yeah, not I, even get into that. We don't have enough time for that in this <laughs> podcast. Me and Dave's been promising it since we started yeah, this thing, and we will get there. Okay? We'll get there. Don't uh, worry. But yeah, back to Andretti. So, 
I wanted to say coming into this episode, when I first read that, I said I wanted to say I was fixing to hang the Haas hat out and grab my Andretti hat. Don't yet, because nothing is official. Um, I'm still taking it with a grain of salt that I think F1 is going to be the tougher one because I don't think any of the teams in F1 want them on the grid, personally. No, and I, I don't know why, honestly. I mean, I know the American team's always kind of, oh, and Haas kind of paid his way in by buying a team that was going on the outs. Um, Well, if I remember right, actually, Haas started buying up what was left of Williams, and then Williams is like, no, 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 wait, we're in. Sorry, that stuff's not for sale. And Haas is like, I already bought it, bud. Get out. And took their half their buildings, and Williams had to come back. But uh, So, yeah, they were trying to purchase a team that was already there, kind of. Haas was buying the pieces of Williams that was already there, and that's why everybody, I think, was okay with it at the time. But to bring in a new team, like you said, I don't think anybody's wanting to split the winnings. They're not wanting to split, uh, you know, a championship. Any any manufacturer's money that's coming from these lower teams, you know, because I don't think anybody's thinking if Andretti does get past the FI and F1, they're going to come in and dominate right off the bat. Um, so I think these lower teams are like, that's just less scraps for us to fight over if we let one more team in. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I agree totally with the, I don't think anybody's behind it. Well, we'll see. My fingers are crossed. Uh, you know, we got the Cadillac flag already hanging over here for GM. Um, so that, you know, I've already got that part, but that's for the, the endurance side of things. So I would like to be changing boxing up all my Haas gear that's in my closet and putting on my Andretti hat because they're going to be a they're going to be a more American team. They've promised that they're going to keep their factory and everything here in America. So they're going to be based out of here for people that don't know Haas technically is not American. They're just headquartered in um America, but their freaking factory and all their F1 team is over in England. So they can call them American as they want, but they're just running the American flag. Yeah, we've talked about it before. Their American driver, you know, he came up in the ranks over in the European series. Uh, Josh Green touched on it, you know, the guy we've had on and other people we've talked about it since. Uh, so, yes, he's an American driver. He, he's an American. Um, that's the nationality he be. But he be uh, growing up in the old European side, not up in here where we've got some guys that might actually come from American roots. Racing would be pretty cool yeah. um, to see. And that's why I think what Andretti's trying to push. So. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Um, it'll Those probably crossed, be another. It'll be probably another six months before we hear anything else on this. Yeah, I mean, this ain't what. Maybe if we can hurry things up and things can go smooth from here out, possibly they'll be coming out with a new car, the 2026 car. But I don't even know if we're even shooting for that. Really, being realistic. Uh, the, well, as of right now, what they're saying is they can enter as early. This gives them the ability to enter as early as 2025. But why would you? But I wouldn't. I would wait till 2026 because why are you going to build a change. car for 2025 to have to build a brand new car? Well, we've, changes. we've already seen that with Haas with the last uh, car change. Remember that whole last year in the old generation car? They just didn't. They they said we're not upgrading. There's no reason to. We're not going to be competing for anything that's worthwhile. And so we're mm -hmm. going to wait till this next car change. If you're a new team coming in, I don't understand why you would even touch this generation car. No. Um, and you've got um, Audi, who's waiting until 2026. Porsche, wait, Porsche is not coming anymore, right? 
No, I think they backed out, if I remember right. We'll do a little research on that. But, yeah, we know Audi's coming. That's a for sure thing. They put their mark on it, uh, stamped it, signed, sealed, delivered. And they're going McLaren? Yeah. Don't give me the lie, and I'm going to get some updates for the next episode. Okay. But, yes, uh, we will touch base on that. I'll make some notes and get that information. And then uh, information. Ford's we'll coming in. Down. Honda's wanting back in. Yeah, Honda's coming back in with, uh, who is it? Darn it. Alfa Romeo, maybe? Are they are they switching over to Honda? Somebody's taking on Honda because it kind of upset Red Bull because they got Red Bull racing or engines or RBR engines that they're going to be putting together with the you help know of now Honda. Honda's, Honda's not coming giving back. them all their technology. Oh, you know it. Back. I know. That's why I'm afraid Austin we're going to Martin. see. They're joining Austin Martin in 2026. Right. And you know Strolling will give out that information. Because Alfa Romeo that. is joining Haas next season. Yeah, that was right. That's what I remember. Okay. But yeah, so there's a lot of changing. Uh, I'm going to make some notes. We just need to touch base on all these changes, uh, try to keep up with those from time to time. Uh, we will be touching base more on this in the offseason for sure. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, that means you're going to have 2026 Ford, Audi, Honda, Mercedes, um, Renault. Am I forgetting one? That were guaranteed and you could have Cadillac on the grid? Possibly we, could have, we could have six engine manufacturers on the grid. That's old that school, dude. That would be awesome. I think that, I don't know. We need to do some research on that, too. Oh, to see Ferrari. When the last time we we have seven. That. Yeah, we <laughs> go. We're hating on Ferrari right now. Didn't pick them to win, okay? Anyways, they've been doing uh, better, we, too, and we just hated on them. Well, they're going to lose anyway. Ford's coming back. You know, they're going to they're gonna crumble. They're going to see Ford and just, no, we don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think that pretty much winds up lap 37. Um, we got um, our boy Boris said will be oh, in yeah. the Xfinity race this weekend. Um, get so out get you, out your said heads. Get out your said heads. And, and you got to be pretty old to know what a said head is. Dave, do you even know what a said head is? Just because you've told me, bro. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I want one so bad. I used to want one. I think I'm going to get one now. I'm just sit in my living room in Oklahoma and watch the race <laughs> with my said head on. But yeah, look it up if you don't know what it is. Boris said head. Look that up because there was he has a, there is he had a following. There was like a cult following. For, uh, yeah, and Boris he's in a he's in a really good piece of equipment this weekend too. So. Throw it around, man. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, besides that, lap thirty-seven uh, in the books. Um, call it said heads out. Lap zero out. Don't forget about Team Goon Squad. Join our Discord. We say it every episode. If you're listening for the first time, I don't know where the hell you've been. We get to our Discord. Lab Zero. We love you.